which buddies he's mad at and which ones he's not mad at. And I just get this video of like his fucking dick having sex with some 55 year old woman. Like from the back, no context. <laughs> We can find porn. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? Uh, this is episode 18 of this giant shit show called Another Serious Airsoft Podcast. Um, this is episode 18. Never thought it would happen because airsofters lack follow through like a motherfucker. So mm-hmm. pop pop the, the non-alcoholic uh, champagne, as it were, and uh, we'll wait for 21 for that one. <laughs> we have... Absolutely no topic tonight. We're basically just gonna f- kind of, you know, freeball it. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna let the alcohol decide the topic. Cole's gonna be joining us in a little while because he's late as fuck because he forgot something at work because he's an amateur. What a nerd, idiot. So, um, before we get into it, uh, our sponsors, Evic. That's not one of our sponsors. I'm thinking. <laughs> Today we're going to list everyone who isn't sponsoring us, but should. <laughs> we got AirsoftCon on Saturday, and I'm, I'm down here in California for that. Uh, so that's kind of been blowing up my feed right now. Uh, so Evic right there. But Enola uh, Gay Airsoft, use ASAP 15 for uh, 15% off all your smoke and textile products within the United States. Suck at Europe. Um, I'm not sure if we're going to be doing another giveaway. I think that was a one-time deal. So we'll talk. Um, Overwatch Tactics. We got um, Conquest of Avalon coming up uh, the beginning of November. I know Cole and myself are going to be there. Um, Oh! I don't know about everybody else. Hey, Cole. Oh, nice. Speak of the devil and he shall appear and last but not least, uh, airsoftc3.com. Join the join the social the dedicated airsofts dedicated social network. Stay connected. It's actually got a lot of cool tools. You can find whatever you're looking for. We got the gearbox there. Um, you can find teams. You can find fields. You can find shops. You can find another place to shit post. It's can I find love on it though? Technically, it's airsoft. You're not going to find anything but other. You know, the police would like to know. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to find anything but but uh, other male airsofters there. So perfect <laughs> mm, sausage fest. Yeah. So. Hey Cole, I like your shirt. Oh, this old thing. Yeah, that old thing. Goddamn right. What are you drinking? Uh, I'm going light actually. They're Michelob Ultras because that's adorable. Yeah, I'm trying to. Trying to, not, trying to not be fat. Yeah, it's like, I guess it's a beer. We're about to find out. I'm going to drink like eight of them and see what happens. <laughs> it's so hard. All right. Gain just down a skosh. All right. So, uh, I guess kind of topic there we go. that we're going to free ball it for the most part, but I know we have a couple of things we want to talk about. Um, Third Coast Airsoft got an event coming up this weekend. Um, I will be at that. We got Airsoft this weekend. I'm going to be there. Um, We got a lot going on. And then, you know, shortly after that, we've got Conquest of Avalon 3 in Waxahachie, Texas. Like, we got a lot to cover, actually. So let's free fall away. 
Yeah, it's kind of the coolest one. So that, oh, yeah, you're, then, you're supposed to be at that shit show, aren't you? I'm actually right now coming to you live. Get <laughs> 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 back just saying that. Like, if there's actual content creators that are like that, that's fucking cringy. Anyway, every single one. Yeah, every single one. Anybody, if you guys know uh, Laser Viper, I'm currently crashing on his couch right now because we are going to be heading down to Airsoft Con on Saturday. I will be at the Airsoft C3 booth because, um, lo- you know, I work for him. And um, we will be doing our own giveaways. We're going to be seeing what, uh, you know, cringy Airsoft content creators are going to be doing. Um, it's going to be a shit show. And, and it is every year, so... Is it, Can we is give it, an award out to the cringiest content creator? I'm just—I really would like to see somebody like start a fight, getting patches when they throw them out into the crowd by the stage. Yeah, I, you, I, you yeah. do always yell "fucking fight to the death" every I single do. time. I try to encourage it, but it never happens, and I'm quite disappointed. I remember you like drunkenly screaming that at Copperhead whenever they were throwing the prizes out. You're like, "Fight to the death! But do I, it!" I was not—I mean, a little buzz, but. <laughs> Anyway, yes, when they throw out things in the crowd and when I see all the kids go crazy, I just like, fight to the death! Uh, do it. Murder each other. And it's on gravel, too, so, like, it gets kind of nasty. Yeah, get get some of the audio slow-mo. Oh, wait, hey. By the way, um, I just got a message here in my in my DMs. Oh, somebody's in there? So, Josh, uh, just hit me up and was like, "Hey, you need a guest still?" <laughs> <laughs> who did, Josh? Who did? Because your time with Brian at Jet's place. Oh, that ought to be fun. So, yeah, throw him in here. Yeah, sling, tell you what, let's let's mix shit up a bit. But before we do that, do you want to talk about that? Who doesn't want to be a guest on the show, aka yeah. Power Ups <laughs> fucking air? <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. We gave you fuckers a chance. No. We gave you a chance. Remember that. No, for everybody listening, I want it to be very clear. We are not, we do not cater to anybody. Okay. So when we had HPA on, it was just to speak their piece. I don't give a fuck about their BBs. I don't give a fuck about their lab tests. I don't give a shit. It doesn't. I like, I like to think of us as like the chaotic neutral of Airsoft. Absolutely. So, because we let HPA on, for the sake of good taste and good sportsmanship, I sent out a message to Nigel of Elite Force. He so Who far was very diplomatic about it. He, yes. No, Nigel is being totally cool. Like, he, he's like, yeah, dude, I'll totally come on. Like, no problem. We just got to get the dates down settled for that. Sweet. Um, and avoid that. He wants to avoid the, B, the B, actual BB drama. And we want to have him on anyways. No, yeah. He's a super <laughs> cool dude. We would like to have him on as a guest just just like because he's a good dude. Uh, I reached out to Higgs, but there is a uh, uh, can't have him on for reasons. <laughs> and it, it's, it has nothing to do with BBs. Uh, and then so I also reached out today to Power Ops because Power Ops has been the loudest and most meme. I wouldn't even call them memes. I would just call it. I don't even know what the fuck they would call it. They're just taking pictures of random shit like landfills and writing in what they think is witty. Yeah. So it's like. I reached out to them because they have been one of the big boomer memes of this whole thing. So I reached out to Eric and I was like, hey, we would love to. And if you guys want to hit up my Instagram, all the posts are there. I made them all public. Um, you know, we reached out to them and, and he he declined. 
and I'm really surprised because he's a very vocal person on the internet. Well, and the way the way the decline happened just screams, I can't think of a way to write this that doesn't make me sound like a fat piece of shit. So Yeah, I mean, so I'm not we're not looking for conflict. I honestly legitimately I am now, <laughs> Eric. I'm not looking for conflict, Cole. I, I, I want that. Cole looking I want, to start something. Come I on. want all the smoke, all the smoke. So, so you know, I, I want to have anybody in relation to the opposite side to have their to have their their peace. Um, which and, is the entire point for sure. Which yeah, is the entire point. So, if if we have Warren on here in a little bit, I'm sure he will be. He will gladly fill that. <laughs> <laughs> Which we had Warren on. We've had Warren on in the past. He was an awesome guest. Am I drunk enough to have Warren on yet? Uh, let's find out. Uh, if, does anybody want to send him that that link? That that Google Hangouts. I will. Yeah. Oh, yes. Can we get some show and tell, Cole, with uh, the cosplay you're also working on? Oh, that shit. Yeah, I can bust that out. Uh, It's actually sitting over there. But I am going to Third Coast Airsoft Operations Starburst. I'm not sure what what number it is, but it is going to be down in Fort Hood, Texas, which is always a fun AO. I've been there a bunch of times for AMS for reindeer games. Um, So it'll be neat. It'll be nice to be there a little earlier in the year when it's not so cold. But it'll also be neat to be there and see how a uh, different event host runs the shit. So I'm really excited about that. I'm going to try to cut out tomorrow around a reasonable time and get down there and check it out. looks pretty dope. And then, yeah, hold on a second. I'll show you what I got working out. Yeah. Ah. In the meantime. (laughs) Goodbye. Okay. So we uh we got a guy in the in the in the comment section, Blake Kelly, says he is power up. I don't know what that means, but the one running the account or he's yeah, maybe. Well if he is, tell me he's good on the show. Classic, <laughs> yeah. But uh no, so anyways, what I've got working on as far as like this started out as a Halloween thing and now I think I'm gonna try to go to Comic Con with it, is I am doing Red Hood. He's easily one of my favorite characters, and I think this is this mask is dope. I I can't pronounce the guy's name who made it, but it came all the way from Russia. And this fucker is this thing is sturdy. I was super surprised. Uh, unfortunately, the only downside is I got to add a little bit of padding here on the forehead because my very effeminate long eyelashes uh, get caught <laughs> on the lenses. <laughs> Your lashes look hot. So, Just curl them. Just wear this for the rest of the show. Yeah. No, it's dope though. It fits so good. I, I can. I was completely blown away by the quality. I did not expect that whatsoever. So, so that'll be a lot of fun. If I could wear it in a game, I would. But then I'm gonna have to yeet in some ANSI lenses and yeah, just just find some lenses, throw them in. Mm, that's so much mesh. work though. That's so much fucking work though. And you know me, I am a lazy, lazy butthole. If nothing else, this is true. Have you guys checked out that new uh, the new game mode in uh, Apex that they got out for Halloween? It's so good. It's, it's oh, so it's it's solo is the problem, and that's uh, yeah. And we it's we want to we want to play together. Y'all y'all better be playing Modern Warfare here next week. Yep. 
We're going to. Yeah, hey, that's actually, I'm really excited about that because of the crossplay. So we can all play with you fucking PC buttholes. And no loot boxes, they announced today. <laughs> Where every time Cole dies, he has to take off another article of clothing. I think I think if, if I do the drink one, the article of clothing one will just kind of fall into place. That's uh, that's a given. That's gonna happen. But yeah, the new the new Modern Warfare looks fucking incredible. I'm really excited for that. Uh, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm also really excited. For what other events we got going on after this? We've got we've got this one. Then we have Conquest Avalon, and then we've got Reindeer Games. Have you guys got anything in the meantime? I'm going to Uzbek next week out in California. The fuck is Uzbek? Uh, the Uzbek it sounds like Uzbek, a disease. Mil- Milston West, the Uzbek oh, okay. insurrection okay. or whatever. It'll be fun. George Air Force Base is a fun AO. Okay. Speaking of of Milson West, where is that turd? Where's that? Where's that pretty? He saw the link. At? We'll see if he jumps in. <laughs> he saw the link. He's thinking about it. He's holding on. I hope I'm. He'll be on. No problem. Oh yeah, no for sure. Well, well I'm curious as how many other people are going to come on with him. Because Uh-oh. <laughs> there's, there's, uh, there's probably going to be a large group. Oh, there he is. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's, up? what's going on, buddy? I'm just hanging out, getting ready for Aerosol Con, the most important what's Aerosol up, event I of mean, all time. Anybody who's anybody is going to be there. Which is why almost none of us are. <laughs> <laughs> I want so I have a long-standing tradition of being so fucking hungover at AirsoftCon that I'm totally useless to all of my business partners. <laughs> my business partner in, in Milson West, Brian Clarkson, he's right here just off camera. He refuses to get on camera because he doesn't like any attention sure. at all. He lets me just like <laughs> fucking suck up all that attention right into my mouth. But Last, um, year, last year at AirsoftCon, I think I swung by your your, your There's Kyle. And you were up, passed out there. So I was going to come say hi, and you're, like, you're just like... Yeah, dude, I surrendered and just passed out in a chair. Yeah, I actually, uh, what did I do the Friday night before Eric saw Colin last year? Uh, yeah, yeah, I broke my two-year celibacy streak. And then also, <laughs> got incredibly Oh, drunk. God. Now, to be fair, the reason I had... Yeah, not in that order. I don't know when I started having sex. I know that when my alarm went off, I was still having sex. Um Hashtag Bubba Moore. Hashtag like <laughs> with some fifty-five-year-old woman, like from the back, no context. You know? Just clapping cheeks. Yeah, oh, yeah. And it's like the, I only know it's him because I'm like, what's this number? I don't even have saved. Oh wait, okay. There's only like one fucking senior citizen I know. And it's like, he doesn't even, I, I, last I checked, he hates my guts, but like, still, right? He Maybe he's to, just trying to like, flex on you. No, dude, he, he absolutely is. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So, yeah, I mean, I've, I've known that guy on the internet for a minute, and, and like, yeah, he's just trying to remind everybody that he still has sex. Like, so, Brian likes to bring up my, my long celibacy, because he's like a, a little bit of a slayer right now, and, uh, it's, I have a good reason. I got chlamydia for the fourth time. So I thought maybe it was... <laughs> oh that was the fourth time I got chlamydia. So I thought it was like time for a break. I actually... It was it was an airsoft groupie. The only reason I had sex with her is she... Well, she was hot. And she worked at... That's this, false. If she's an airsoft groupie, she can't be hot. That's, that's no, so rule number is, 56. This is why it's shockingly not true. Cole, you would... I mean, as... Like, you wouldn't even need to be as drunk as you normally are to, to have sex with this woman. To her credit, she's attractive. 
Because she might listen to this. Who knows? Uh, uh, <laughs> no, there's a good chance. So, like, the only reason I was into it is because she worked at an airsoft company that I went to. And I was like, damn, does that do? It was like the only time in my life that I was like, does this chick want to fuck me because of Milton? <laughs> the cloud like, is real. The clout rises, <laughs> brother. Yeah, like, does this dude's fucking secretary want to blow me just because of fucking some BB shit stuff? Like, yes. Yeah, what kind of fucking coward am I if I don't follow up on that? Like, it's true. Yeah, dude. You got to do absolutely. it for the homies. It's it's required. I got a really good airsoft patch out of it, actually. She gave me her favorite airsoft patch. <laughs> she blew you, and then you got a patch. I know it was fucking nuts. I still have it. Because it was like, honestly, it's pretty good sex, man. Did you show it? Did you have it? Bro, this is my new no, favorite I mean, airsoft I mean, story I've ever heard. Fuck, fuck all this. I was hiding in a bush for three hours and shot five kids. You got a blowy and a patch. It's like a challenge coin. Like, she's just working her way up the ladder. Just fucking slap that shit down at a bar. And if a bunch of other dudes slap the same patch down at EvicCon, then you know you're in the right place. I mean, that chick fucks. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Honestly, she completely fucks. Like, I would not be surprised to find out. It's like if airsofters weren't such fucking incels by nature, they're pr I'd probably have like seven or eight Eskimo brothers. But like when adjusted for the airsoft population, it's probably like two. Like, right it's just you here, baby. I know, but you're like fucking yelling. I'm trying to project. I'm trying to. But you're projecting into a microphone that's three feet from you. Guys, I'm yelling at Sorry, that's, that's my wife. You, you know how the old bag is. It's for the sound quality. Tell him it's very important. No, seriously, how's my sound quality though? It's, it's actually it's really actually really good, really good for mobile. Oh, it's oh, it's really good. So I'm. We can hear background. Yeah, you're fine. He's so, yeah. he's so fucking mad right now. Look at this asshole. He's so fucking mad. Look at him. Yeah, wash the dishes. Tell me to tell me to be quiet. Wash the dishes. Oh fuck! Oh sorry, guys. All right, look. So, uh, do you guys want to talk about airsoft shit or like? I, I, I just mean... want—I just want you to keep talking. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> he's just completely fucking enamored at this point. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, you God. guys should—you should come to airsoft con. Like, this is like Daddy's big break. You know, like I don't have to focus on anything. Like, no oh, one's gonna yeah. sue me. Well, punch sure, there. So. Yeah, Eric, Eric, and Kyle will be Eric there. So. There. We sent the important one. We sent the we sent the surprisingly the nicest one in the group. <laughs> he is on Actually, public face. I don't know about that. Derek's a pretty nice guy. You guys are all pretty nice. Cole, you're probably just drunk, man. Like honestly, not right now. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm working. I know on. you. In a, in a weird. Okay, so in the inverse of the last podcast, I'm gonna get fucked up and pretend I don't know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and then kick Cole off the podcast. Twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for thanks for having me on later, fuckers. And just <laughs> Josh, you have no idea how many times we actually meme on that in our own group chat of oh, like God. pulling reference so or that again. You it's so good. Guest off early. Uh, you know, we I, give him so I, much shit it, for that. What's the second? What's the next one that I fell asleep? Or was it that oh, same it was one? That one? It was the same one. <laughs> you, you fell asleep, woke up, kicked him off the podcast, and then you went back to sleep. I was, I was tired. I needed my nappies. So, uh, tired had nothing to do with it. <laughs> Look how Listen, sleepy man, we, I was. We all go through struggles. Like, we got to support each other. <laughs> Everybody's going through it, man. Everybody's yeah, we should change this it. to an airsoft support group. So, uh, I actually do I actually do have That's a That's actually a good idea. You should, re, you should change the name. I'll bring you 14 year old boys group. back to reality. Yeah. Okay, uh, wait. Cole, you have a question? Yeah, so uh, is I, I saw a TCA put up a thing about Shelby is locking out uh, event hosts for the year. Is that is that affecting you guys? Is that affecting everybody, or are they just oh, blowing yeah, smoke? That's, no, that's oh, everybody. that yeah, makes yeah. me sad. 
Yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah. Is that um, due to that accident that happened with those guys? The Marines died, or is this something mm-hmm. completely separate? No, yeah, it's totally separate from that. Um, they have a new JAG, and mm-hmm. you know the new the new JAG is of the opinion that there shouldn't be private events. So he's a um, JAG off. He didn't want a bunch of drunk fifteen year olds playing on a mount site. You know my. My instinct is that maybe somebody looked at the footage on YouTube from those events, but ultimately, uh, it, it, <laughs> it's Whoops, a chance. How did those get out? When your own party is too lit, you get kicked out. I, yeah. I, no, I love... uh, as it, so I think as it turns out, it's just there's an incoming. So I've talked to some other people that I have good contact with there on the base that work in like different departments or whatever, because some of them actually called me to be like, hey, is your event canceled? Mm-hmm. Um well, no, because I, I have a Rhythmus account, so like mm-hmm. I book the same way a unit does. Do you know okay. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And they've, they've been working with me for like five years, man, so I know a lot of these people. And uh, I was just talking to the guy who runs the cactus the other day, and he was like, what, what happened? Like, why did everything got canceled? And I told him what I got told by, you know, basically, uh, I know because Bo and I talked, so I know he and I got the same call on the same day. And mm-hmm. I talked to Sal a little bit later, but everybody basically got the same call. And it came from like higher up than the people we've been dealing with. It's like... Some new guy came in there. He's the legal counsel for the base. He doesn't think there should be private events there. It sounds like they might be open to charity events. I don't know if I want to test that because you know how I feel about charity. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Old one. a 501c3. <laughs> yep. well, and I mean, you'll be selling bras on the internet in three months. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I mean, realistically, like I'll do whatever I need to legally to book a venue. It's just like, I personally, I'm not a huge fan of asking for charity as a marketing technique. I think it's a bad look. Yeah. You know, Let's yeah. Let's like, service dogs. Yeah, it's just like, look, man, like, I don't, yeah, man, yeah, it's like, come on, dude, like, look, okay, can I just rant for a minute? Oh, like, please do. Okay, like, I know there's this organization that does a lot for the community and for veterans and all that shit, and I, <laughs> and I saw recently that they, like, spent a bunch of money to get some, like, in case you ain't got no legs, fucking tank track chairs and some shit, and it's like, fucking nobody... Nobody in that organization is missing a fucking limb, Brent. They need to give that shit to Zane Weissman and quit talking shit. Yeah, like, we, seriously. Need to, we need to give everything to Zane Weissman. Let's fucking be honest. That dude. No, no, but legend. for real. God in fact, I, I, I challenge <laughs> veterans for airsoft to give that fucking chair to Zane Weissman. Because yes, the weird. last time they trotted that chair out, they had some old fucking dude that could walk in that chair. The you motherfucker know, could walk. And you know he's just like, going to hot rod it out and fucking like <laughs> ram it into a wall going like fucking 180 miles an hour. They well, don't give so a fuck. What, man? I just mean like any veteran that's not asking for charity, like, you know, just give him, give him the fucking tank chair, bro. Nobody in Veterans for Airsoft is missing a leg. Shut up. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, you're in the fucking military. Are you okay? My, my favorite part about work is I've worked with some of these dudes. There's a thing they do here for like you take veterans out and teach them how to sail or whatever. And okay. all the wounded vets, they're like, all right, all right, who here's an actual veteran? I raised my hand, like, what'd you do? I was like a crypto in the Navy. I was like, all right, faggot, you'll you're good enough. You can come with us. I'm like, oh really? All right. And I'll strap the assholes in. I pushed one of them overboard one time. Like, they have a great fucking time. They don't want the charity. They're just there to fucking They're there for the like, memes. Fall literally. out. Yeah, they're there to do yeah. cool shit they've never done before. They don't give a fuck about you feeling sorry for them. That's the no, biggest no, thing I think no. a lot of these places miss is they're like, Oh, he needs claps. No, I mean, that's where I'm at, too, man. It's just like, uh, it's like uh, victimhood can be commoditized in this uh, in this society. And, the, and and there's a lot of people who aren't victims, but if you're fucking dumb enough to... Here's a great example. I was ruck marching once in my neighborhood. It was a long time ago, but obviously. But, like, I was ruck marching just for fitness, right? Yeah. This, and, like, I lived in the Chicago suburbs, 
this real fucking posh neighborhood. This guy pulls up in his like Porsche Cayenne SUV and he's like, and I got headphones in, like I'm fucking sweating. You know, I figured it was pretty obvious that I'm like trying to work out, but he's like, Hey brother. Hey, thank you for your service. Hey man, you need a ride. And I was like super confused. I was like, no, dude, I'm like, I, what? No, I thought you're homeless. My house is right there. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I need to, I, this is yeah. Next thing is he's like, this is actually a gated community, so I'm gonna need yes. to drive you out of here, please. No, like I got back to my house and I was I told my brother about it and he was like, oh, bro, we just thought you were homeless. He was like, you insist on using that piece of shit Alice pack. Like, who fucking wears an Alice pack anymore on purpose, you fucking loser? You know, I was like, oh, that's a good point. So then I kept walking by that same cul-de-sac, hoping I'd get the same guy. Oh, God. So I could be like, oh, hey, bro, you know how it's hard for us vets? Like, yeah, man, let me get a ride. And then be like, hey, man, let me just get like 100 bucks, you know? Like, it's just as hard for us, you know? Like, the fucking voices, man. Like, help me out. And then be like, hey, yeah, that's my house right there. Yeah, 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 with the red car. Yep, thanks. <laughs> like, fucking, fucking like four blocks from him like hey neighbor all right <laughs> but it's too late i moved to the city so whatever ah, so, yeah i won't have that problem anymore is there anything you're uh you're looking forward to at this uh plastic gun shit show tomorrow or this whole weekend um, i mean i it's nice to go to a work event where i don't have to do anything although you know like as, as Brian likes to point out, like I just get fucking super hungover and useless at every single one. So that's what I do at every event. So it's all good. I mean, yeah. I don't have that. I don't have that option, man. Like, you know, events for me are like, you got to do shit. Yeah. Like you got yeah. to deal with the, the complaint department and all the other ridiculous. Just every, stuff. every single department, you know, the fucking venue department, complaint department, the police department. Like, so are you, are you, are you replacing the event that was going to, cause I was at, we were actually planning on trying to make that one. The, uh, uh yeah, be... yeah, we got, we got something else, uh, really hot planned actually. Okay. Um, so we should have announced that I would think pretty soon it's kind of in the works right now. Okay. Um, but we'll probably add like that. Uh, we'll, so we'll probably add another AO in the same, uh, region to mm -hmm. replace that. And we'll probably do a slightly different slant this year on the insurgency game. We've been doing, if you guys have ever seen the movie with Steve McQueen, the great escape, Mm -hmm. we're, thinking, yes. we're thinking about something along those lines. Um, nice. Okay, that'd be fucking cool. Well, I yeah. just wrote off AMS, so you guys are like my go-to. I like those guys. They're great. Well, no, they're they're fantastic people. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with them. It's just we we want to try new shit. We want to like because I've never been to one of your events and I really want to go. Sam. No, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Um, well, you know, I hope you do. Hit, hit, hit me up for that. Uh, well, we were planning on Shelby. <laughs> yeah, I was saying Shelby was the one we were all gonna go and. Uh, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, fuck off uh, on. yeah, that's that's out now. But you know what's back in is uh, Guardian Centers. So, Ooh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't want to speak for for our mutual friends at AMS, but I think they'll probably be announcing something pretty soon. Yeah. And uh, we figured and the then... floodgates are open on that. Sweet. Oh, definitely. I actually think in a in a hilarious turn of events, like certainly John Lou opened that back up for everybody, and then I think he actually priced himself out of it. But we'll see. <laughs> so, whoopsie! You, you played yourself. Oh no, definitely he played himself. Suffering he from did. success. Uh, I don't know what it is, man. Like honestly, I you know I mean I can't comment on like the decision making process over there. Uh, obviously. He was able to do that event because of a personal connection that that he had through somebody that works for him, not him. Uh, um, mm -hmm. And then I think the people who worked in sales over there, the VPs, were able to be like, uh, "Hey, why are we dealing with this guy and not all these other guys we've dealt with in the past?" Then, 
Gotcha. We were trying to get Eric to uh, crash their the Falcon debrief that he was on. We thought that would be fucking hysterical for Punk just run in and yell "fuck John Lou" and then bounce out. <laughs> I'm not, dude. I'm not even mad. You know what? I just did some podcast, like real world civilian podcast. I did this like oh. men. Oh, oh. All right. <laughs> hey, 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 wait! I didn't get to. There were no faces, and I didn't get to abuse drugs, so you know, it wasn't quite the same. Damn it! But they. So, like, they had no idea what Airsoft was, right? So they were just kind of interviewing me, I guess, generally about, like, being a vet who figured out how to, like, spin my experience into a business. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to be like, so you invented this business. And I was like, no, I sorry to say, like, John Lou invented this business in 2002. Like, I was in Afghanistan. I didn't even play Airsoft. Like, I can't even create, you know, it's like, he's the guy who somehow brought to market the three-day pretend war game. That's him. It's true. Yeah, it is true. And I can't take so, that away from him. Well, and like, the thing is, is too, is like when they, they they tag me, like, oh, you gotta go, t- you gotta go, you know, crash the Falcon debrief with John Lou. Like, at this point, like, it's petty for me to continue having an actual grudge. But because he was on the show, I asked Kaiju, I was like, hey, ask him about how he feels about airsoft in the Northwest. Because it's literally the first time I would have ever heard the words of, of any kind of like how he feels about it come out of his mouth since the text messages I saw. So, <laughs> like, I just wanted to hear it, and everyone thought I was trolling. No, I don't give a fuck. Like, I honestly want to hear it, because like, at some point, I'm going to wind up at one of his games. That's my favorite part about like when you're fucking with people, is people think you're trying to troll them, but you generally want to know... We're generally curious. ...what they're going to say, so we <laughs> yeah, can fuck yeah. with them. Speak, uh, actually, speaking of shit I want to hear, what's your what's your take? Did you Have you listened to our last episode where we had uh, HPA on? What's your... Oh, okay, so yes. I, so, I listened to, so I listened to it a little bit. Um... Okay, listen, man. I mean, like, I, I made a Facebook post about it, and like, my here's the thing. Like, I made this resolution recently that I got to be like, I I have to find like healthier ways to express my aggression instead of being petty to people all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm sure, like, honestly, I you know I don't know Dan who runs HPA at all, and I'm I can tell that he's very passionate about what he's doing, and I can certainly relate to that. But yep. I will say this, uh, from what I can tell. And I'm not the dumbest dude ever. Mm. And he certainly made a lot of people mad who've done a lot of looking into what he's doing. Mm. You know, he's basically trying to best cheeseburger market something that's like probably the same frozen beef patty as everyone else. Or at least maybe molecular, like on the molecular level, it's not the same beef patty, but it fucking tastes like it. In but fact, the same, it like- <laughs> same time, it's a hell of a lot better to be McDonald's than fucking Dairy Queen. So... <laughs> What are you talking about? I don't about? know. You I was say, those are, the same those are both that's, pretty bad. No, 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 that's no, a no, relevant no, correlation. Lies. Fuck out of here. No, that's not even, no, it's better to be the Robin big dog, motherfucker, is what I'm saying. Jesus Listen, Christ. Well, I mean, it's better to be Wolfgang Puck, that's for sure. Ow. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, it's better to be one of the established companies. Yes, exactly. Yeah, no, no, and that's true, but like, okay, so ultimately, what do I think? I think it. I think that Dan's probably had a long series of experiences in the airsoft business that didn't turn out well for him. And I can understand where he's at now. You know, like it would make me pretty cynical too. Cause I know he was involved in like another bio BB company before this. Mm-hmm. And I think it, you know, just, just from like the thousand meter view, it sounds like maybe he didn't get the greatest end of the stick out of that situation. And, uh, you know, he's clearly very passionate, but like ultimately man, like his own stuff, you know, Higgs actually had a pretty good video just because it's like by by dan's own admission like okay so maybe the ftc standards are bullshit but like how does that make you any better than anybody else right you know it's well like, and that's, that's 
and that's kind of the thing we've been noticing. And the, like I said, we we had him on the podcast. We're cutting up and drinking and bullshitting with him. But like, we're not we're not supporting HPA. We just wanted to let them come on because nobody fucking understands what they're talking about because they keep putting out no, all no, these no. data I sheets mean, and all this bullshit. And all yeah, the, yeah, the well, normal I mean, airsoft, there's no fucking idea. And all what's they going see on. is shit posting. Either, yeah, too, and, so. and then all you got is you got elite force punching down sure, with sure. memes and shit, and you got uh, power ops. D- being retarded or whatever the fuck it is they're doing. Well, I, mean, I mean, like, I don't, I don't like know. How do you, ops. how do you ban a BB? How the fuck do you do yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, like, well, it's I mean, that, that, that's it's a like, pro gamer move up there with trying to confiscate everyone's SD card at the Which end was the, the same event. place, right? That was the same, that was the same location that tried that shit? No, like, that was, no, 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 that's, that was an event. Yeah, no, that, that was Venturian, I think. Oh, that, that was, was Venturian. Series, uh, run by my greatest ranger mentor ever, the guy who really taught me it all. And had he been my ranger instructor, I surely would have failed and not gotten an honor graduate like I did in my class. But if he if he would have just taught me, maybe I would have been a better ranger who has you know 100 more combat deployments with the regiment than he does. I'm sure Ooh. that makes him really upset. Oh, uh, can you imagine having your whole identity wrapped up in that? And There's like, so much fact, shade I can't see. I know I, I haven't thrown shade at that guy in a while. And I saw him at shot like last year after he talked all his shit on me, and then he like tried to act all like we were cool, which was pretty awkward. That's what everybody's fun does. though. Brian had a good time watching. He's over there like fucking just mad that I'm talking loud still, probably. Well, so we we got we got uh, somebody had sent us some new information. It was like, because the thing is, is I think I think the the base breakdown of this is like all the BB companies are maybe not a hundred percent on the level, but well, I don't think they it's need that They're not on the level, man. I think people are like, I think that the FTC, surprise, surprise, big government regulation isn't as effective. Well, so it's like Elite Force released their deal, or they've got somebody did a third party testing with their stuff, and it says it states very clearly they're within regulations. They're within regulations, but it says within 60 days that biodegrade under a 140 degree oven or in a landfill situation. But the thing is, is they're using, and what nobody seems to understand is they're using these conditions to simulate a full a full year worth of perfect biodegradation condition. yeah not right. this is per, and this is to do a whole year's worth in 60 days but the no, thing is is they're also selling it as they biodegrade in 60 days too which is where the fuckery happens and that's where it's like you, i don't think you know. they actually are though but and that's like, was something i've never seen so i didn't understand where that argument was yeah coming. i don't i don't think they've made any promises as far as so if you look up the bit about like mark you know what is allowed to be marketed as biodegradable mm-hmm. it's like they are in compliance, and and I understand the case that that guy's trying to make, but also the way he's behaving and like the evidence that he's presenting keeps undermining his own argument. Mm. So it's like kind of hard to go with it, especially when you look at like the. Oh, the, hold on, Punk's actually reading Eric's on the bottom of the statements on there because I know I know because I, I I was trying to read this earlier and I was. Like I, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not. I'm not good on this kind of like this verbiage shit when they try to. But it sounds just like a bunch of corporate bullshit to try to do sales tactics. And, and Tim, it like well, I mean, ultimately. So I think maybe ultimately what we've all learned is that it is a bunch of the, all of it's a bunch of corporate bullshit. And and no matter how big or small the company is, it's still bullshit. So I guess yeah. what I'm saying is like, you know, HBA's over here like check and mate big companies. It's all bullshit. It's like yeah, you just played yourself and everyone else. Yeah, because yeah, I was you just. Yeah, and they they said the same thing when they were on the podcast. They're like, "Yeah, if the FTC actually wants to investigate us, we're fucked. We're all fucked." And that's and that's well, what yeah Tim is saying in the but that's, comments. But that's what that's what that dude wants to say because he's the underdog. Do you know what I mean, man? True. Like, 
you know, I, I actually don't agree that like based on the experiences that I've had now, bro, the fucking whatever, man. It's do you think, no, but do you think these companies should at least behave like a fucking company and not be memeing the fuck out of each other? And like, you're not Wendy's. I'm blocking sorry, random people Wendy's. And, I mean, who are you asking? That's true. No, that's, that's <laughs> fair fucking point. Yeah, man. I mean, honestly, honestly, like, what are you talking about? Of course, of course they should. Like, are you kidding? Like, how do you, how do you think this dude just became president? Like, right? Like, he was actually he was actually uh two buildings down from me today. He was at the Bank of America building in downtown Fort Worth for a little bit, and oh, it shit. made made my workday fucking hell. Because they were like, he's going to be here between 8 and 1 in the afternoon. And then I see another report. It's like, his plane's landing at around noon at JRB. And then they've shut off like six lanes of traffic going into downtown. And I'm just sitting in my truck <laughs> like, fuck! This shit was terrible. Yeah, have you seen him? Kanye West anymore, Cole? I have not. I, I saw him the one time. I, saw Kanye, I taught Kanye West how to shoot. That's the one time I've ever seen him. <laughs> Well, you that actually interacted with Kanye West. Yeah, he. Uh, I worked at a gun range part time called Defender Outdoors down he here. He gave him his first MAGA hat. Fun fact. And uh, <laughs> no, he, he, what's fun, all right, so the way this story goes is I'm sitting because I just worked the front desk. The range officers, the guys who like actually like fucking like handled with most of it. But I get this phone call and this guy's like, "Hey, I uh, I work at the celebrity. Can we get a private lane here in about an hour or around two o'clock?" And I was like, "Yeah, I guess. Who do you have with?" He's like Kanye West, and I was like. <laughs> All right, yeah. You roll through with Kanye West at 2 o'clock. I'll get you a private lane, bud. And I told my manager, the manager at the time, and she's like, what the fuck ever. And then like thir- like 2.30, like 30 minutes after they were supposed to be there, he calls me. He's like, hey, we're rolling up now. You ready? And I was like, yeah, I guess. Well, yeah, because we got lanes. So what the fuck ever. And sure as fucking shit, like six foot eight black dude comes in, and then Kanye West midget ass comes in like about dick height right behind him. He's fucking tiny. Yeah, I mean, so we, get him, that. we get him a lane. We get him a lane, <laughs> and we like I grab him all the targets and shit. And I walk him out there, and if one the only thing I really learned about Kanye West uh, is that he doesn't understand what personal space is. So he's like right up on you when he's talking <laughs> to you. He's like wants to super wants to sad. Really, doesn't smile the to, entire time. Yeah, he wants to really know what you're about, and he he like leans in. He's like he's like touch. He's like pushing his shoulder into me while he's like leaning and looking at these different targets. What's up, and he's dude? like, how's it going? Yeah, basically. And he's like, he's like, I don't want one that looks like a person. And I was like, all right, so bullseyes. And then he bought a bunch of fucking zombie targets. And then these motherfuckers, like one of the, one of the, I guess like not one of the owners, but one of the like investors in this range came up and paid for all of his shit. And they just like bounced out the back door and didn't say anything after they were done. But they shot like every gun there because they this is one of the few ranges that got like full auto and all this other crazy shit. So that was fun. That's pretty good, man. I wish I met Kanye West. Did he smell good? No, <laughs> not particularly. <laughs> it was like a banana cream and something else. I don't know. It was weird. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, that doesn't sound too bad. Like, I mean, now that I'm a Chicago in, he's basically like my president, right? <laughs> is he is he walking around with MAGA hats with Juicy Smollier beating up people and telling them this is MAGA country? Probably not, man. I don't know. I live in the Puerto Rican part of Chicago, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. 
I didn't even Did know we, they had one of those. Oh, there's all sorts of different piles. Yeah, actually, there's Polish. You know, there's, yeah. Yep. Like yeah, so, so I'm, my I'm, my film is from Niles, Josh. By the way, so. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we're like super German Polish area. If you walk say eight blocks east from my neighborhood, people stop speaking like Puerto Rican Spanish and start speaking Ukrainian. Holy shit! Where are you <laughs> at that you have that wall behind you? A wall? Oh, yeah, this is here uh, behind you. Oh, that little thing? Yeah, that little thing. What the fuck is that? Uh, I am at my friend's house, who's a an important airsoft celebrity, but he's not here right now because he had to go to some important thing at Evic's new battle lab facility in Ontario, California. But I ah. just drove here from Grand Junction, Colorado today, so I didn't feel oh, like nice. driving all the way down. To the that is a long ass drive. Yeah, that's a long that drive. A long ass drive. Fucking a. Uh, yeah, I, usually, I usually go like I, my house to. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Well, Apparently, this <laughs> YouTube celebrity with shitty internet, evidently. <laughs> no, that's not me. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got tarnishing, yeah, tarnishing my good name. Hold on. So, there's one time I got, a, I got a funny story about that house. Um, there was one time I was there, I think it was actually last year or the year before it was one of one of F, one of their events anyway uh i was like hey i need to use the restroom and they're like oh it's right over, you know right around the corner go ahead and use it and i was sitting there and i had to take a shit and, and i was like the person who owns this house at one point has had the worst shits of their lives sitting exactly where i'm sitting and i don't know why that made me just laugh a little bit i was like this person has had the worst shit sitting where i'm at right now you're actually see. wrong there's another bathroom you probably didn't see <laughs> you, you were in the peasant shitter i was in the peasant shitter Fuck. i actually just realized there was another bathroom recently oh really yeah because i was like dude my bro must be mad that i'm fucking wrecking this toilet every morning at the same time <laughs> <laughs> Like, I've been here for, like, four days, man, and, like, surely they've noticed what I've been doing in here. <laughs> and and then and then finally one day he was like, hey, bro, can you go grab that nod for me? It's in the dresser in my room. And I was like, oh, there's another bathroom. Duh. Oh, like, there's the bat bathroom. That's why. Yeah. Yeah, because I was like, man, my friends are so understanding. They let me stay at their house for days on end. They let me fucking kick their dogs and shit in their toilet. You know, <laughs> well, and then I realized, like, Oh, it's like the other toilet. But um, I actually, my dad came here once for an after party after an MSW insurgency because he, he's a Vietnam War vet, so like he's a qualified cadre member. And Knows how to party. Yeah. yeah, he's got forty years in live theater, right after the right. Vietnam War. So like, when I need an old guy to be cadre for an insurgency game, it's like, who do I pick? My fucking dad. And because uh, like, you know, who do I trust more than almost any man in the world? My father. So like, too easy. True. And. Uh, he came to, I mean, I mean, I'm lucky. Not everybody feels that way, but uh, he came to a party here once and he was like, man, this is like uh, Andy Warhol's house in the 70s, right? But for Airsoft. And ever since then, people have called it the Andy BB Hall house. <laughs> Just because, like, it's a weird place where, like, a lot of people who play Airsoft get together. That makes sense. Very true. Yeah, I think I found myself at that house at least twice. No, I mean we've partied here together. See, the the only one in this group that I've I, I have a bad habit of getting like super drunk and falling asleep on Corey's couch after he comes and finds me in the middle of butt fuck yeah, nowhere in Oklahoma. Yeah, you want to throw out Oklahoma City and get kicked out of an Uber? 
Teddy I mean, Brewer was a fucking asshole. I'm just saying. Mm, I'm going to get this vice versa. <laughs> you know, you, 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 you live in the middle of talking crap to him the whole time. <laughs> the whole time. I knew he was going to kick you out. I mean, Corey seems like a good guy to know if you're in fucking Oklahoma and you're about to do no, something I, dumb. I literally <laughs> called a cop and I said, hey, if you get a call on this, just go pick him up and I'll come get him. <laughs> Because he was hiding, he was literally hiding in somebody's bushes in their front yard. No, I was, I was sitting. No, I was sitting on the curb, and there was a bush behind me, and I just happened to be like leaning against it because I was super tired. So Corey has you literally know given you a get out of jail free card, yeah. and you haven't cashed it in yet. He, well, Corey, Corey gave me a get out of a ticket free card in his car when we were coming back from Copperhead like two years ago. Yeah, well, yeah, Miguel got one too. That was <laughs> oh, broken, so broken, not no. special. Yeah. No, I was hauling dicks like fucking. I really middle, uh, middle of like Miguel. Oklahoma. I'm sad he got out of airsoft. Yeah, he was at. Uh, he was at Copperhead. He was at Copperhead. Yeah, yeah. he's been playing in Play oh, my, bad. my yeah. bad. My bad. I'm sorry he doesn't play Milsom anymore. That's there you go. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just like Latino men. They're so traditionally masculine. So it's sad when you see one of them like you know. The machismo is real with that fucking dude. He is. Uh, he's spicy. No, dude, I, dude, I know. <laughs> so spicy. No, yeah, he, no, Miguel. Miguel's awesome, man. He actually ran. What's funny is he got revenge on Corey and I because he ran out and shot the fuck. So he was playing a third faction, which they're always dumb. And uh, he ran out and shot us in the butt cheeks when we thought we couldn't shoot him back. But it's payback for Reindeer Games last year when Corey and I were where Corey specifically lit him the fuck up. And was it was it you yelled at him? <laughs> were you guys? Were you guys at Reindeer? You guys were at Reindeer Games. Yeah, all of us like, were. Yeah. 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 yeah, I was the. Hours. Yep. I was the I was the guy with the bullhorn on day two. <laughs> yep. You guys didn't see me. No, because no, we, no, we didn't run into you. We yeah. showed up and then deeped out. Like it. you snuck yeah. in and snuck out real quick. The show also yeah, hasn't I, been created since. The, well, I mean, it was created well, after I that. I so I didn't, I didn't sneak in. Like those guys knew I was. You know, everybody they knew I was showing up. Oh but, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And they're those dudes have always treated me super good in terms of like letting me come play. Um, I was actually going to say about Copperhead the thing that impresses me most about that event is um when i select a venue i break it down where i i rate it with three different numbers so here's some hardcore event producer hours that like very few aspiring event promoters will probably be listening to so i give it three numbers the first number is how many population centers of 1.5 million or more are within a six hour driving radius and so for each one i'll give it one point does that make sense yep um so like Sites on the eastern seaboard typically are like 8, 9, 10, 11, right? Um, a site in the eastern Midwest near Chicago, Indianapolis, St. Louis is going to be, you know, in that same range. But say like a site near Colorado, like near Denver is going to be like a 2. Because there's no one out here. And that's why the no airsoft scene sucks out here. Yeah. And so like... We don't even need. We don't even necessarily need to get into the other two dynamics that I rate a venue on that are in that spectrum. But let's just focus on the population one, right? Mm-hmm. So draw a six-hour circle around Playas. There's nothing out there. You have Albuquerque, and that's it. You have Rattlesnake. It's basic. Rape, right. I think. It's basic. <laughs> I mean, it's barely a one. Albuquerque barely counts as a population center of 1.5 million. If you counted Albuquerque and everything for 45 minutes around it, that probably would be 1.5 million people, I would think. I'd agree to that. that. Is yeah. so no, out I'd there. Agree. And that's, 
that's one of the reasons why I really like it is because it's just it's so isolated out there. It has it's it's cool. Well, everyone so, goes to the block party. That's the main thing. It's so yeah. well. So so I guess what I'm saying is I think the strength of the AMS, like if you look at the fact that the AMS brand has been able to annually produce an event there that gets such a good turnout, despite that first most important factor in the viability of a venue. You know that's. You can't deny that, man. Like, like I said, good. man, I think I think that event solely hangs on the the, like, the, the ability AO. to hang out. Well, not I wouldn't even say the AO. Like the AO, I mean, yeah, the, the it's, houses. Yeah. It's special. It's cool, but the ability yeah. to be in the middle of butt fuck nowhere, hanging out with your buddies, I think that's the real draw well, to that event. At least it is for no, me. No, there's more sure. to that because you could you could do you could do that. You could go to butt fuck nowhere with your buddies. And not go to AMS Operation Copperhead, but you couldn't have like two hundred other random fuckers that you've never met before. Well, that's and, what like, I'm getting run at. into and yeah. like mix and uh, match. So with I mean, so that you know, that's the point I'm getting at, right? Because uh, I've started considering doing like an even more intense version of the MSW format in more remote locations, just because it's easier to find like more terrain to make people do harder shit. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, okay, but who would really go the hardcore? Like, could I really make you know a profit on this event? But then it's like, well, you got to look at AMS's copyright. There's an, you know, just this like shining example of like they have consistently done that thing to the best yeah. of their ability for years now. So it's like built it up to this level where it's like they're and gonna see, have. There's that has proven why Milson West should have an event in Colorado. Uh, I would consider I would I would consider going back to Currency just because it'd be a great place for a ultra hardcore event or doing something in the somewhere around the outskirts of the Rockies. I, I don't know, like it'd just be the the logistics of working it out with the Forest Service because I'm actually really interested in like a super hardcore game, you know, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Where it's mm-hmm. like part of the difficulty is just like, by the way, you need to navigate this mountain pass and there's, you know, three squad size elements out there hunting you. Right? Plus plus a platoon plus a guys who have trucks that are yeah. gonna come after you. You know, just making a big like open world box and letting people try to achieve certain stuff within it, if that makes uh, sense. Wildlands IRL. Yeah, like, kind of. But of course, it's going to be only for the people who are super like, okay, because it's like Milson West already, you're not even, you know, maybe four miles. Eric, what do you think the total mileage you did in that game that we did together as Militia was? Shit. Uh, 30 miles. No. No, I mean the the AO is a big AO. I mean, like it's a, it, you, there's a lot of hiking, but it's not that bad. Like it's it's manageable. Like it, for it being my very first a, uh, MSW event, I came out on top. Like you know, and I I, I I've lost weight since then. So like you can be a pudgy yeah. bastard and still do it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm a pudgy bastard and I do it all the time. And. Yeah. I'm semi-interested in producing events where it's like, if you're a pudgy bastard, it's going to be a fucking religious experience. Come down to Texas, man. <laughs> yeah, we got plenty of that shit down here. No, no, I know. You know, and I've, I've had, I mean, I've done some promoting in Texas, but not as Milsom West. I, you know, it's something I'm interested in changing, but it partially has to do with timing. I'm really, so like Milsom West doesn't do any promotion in the summer. And there's a really specific reason for that. Just Does it have to do with a very spicy cat? A spicy cat? Heat cats. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, that's exactly it. That's exactly it, man. Yeah. Like, you know, 100%. I'd rather deal with people who are too cold than people who are passing out because they're dehydrated. Yep. 
you know, sunburned and. Well, you got these idiots that are drinking like they're like hungover shit, same with Monster Energy, and not drinking any fucking water. And they heat. Are you talking, are you talking into a yeah, miracle? I was gonna say coal, the Christmas keg. <laughs> Jesus. What? What? <laughs> shh. I can do this. Most people can't do this. I can do this. True. I pulled it off. Very true. My, I'm gonna be dead when I'm like 46. So I've seen you enjoy seen the you time dig a hole while prone, throw up in it, and then <laughs> continue to, continue to sit there. <laughs> and whatever gets the fucking job done, right? <laughs> I kept drinking after that too. What event was this that you threw up in a hole? This was cold? the broken home. Broken home. Uh, Three or no, this was four. Oh, or five. yeah, the one where he spilled liquor all over my gear. Yeah, this is the one where we uh we got ambushed. Well, you, you it's your that, fault. That you brought a, one hey, if Cole sounds like a terrible pack. friend, it's because he totally is. Put him in a cooler under my table and burn yep. through all of them by lunch. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, no, it was it was like 36 because <laughs> we had like a bunch of six packs of like IPAs and I drank all of them while we were selling it, but I sold a lot of shit for y'all, so yeah. You know, it's got it's it's got its moments. It's got its moments. But uh, you guys, you guys want to talk shit about airsoft some more? Absolutely. Continue. Yeah, airsoft we got another five times. Sure. Let's um, let's circle it back to the HBA Elite Force G and G. Oh yes. No. Okay. So let's circle it back to this. Like, okay. So surprise, surprise. A big government doesn't regulate as well as we thought. Shocker. Shouldn't be a shocker to anybody, right? Like. You know, you know how recently uh, it depends on where you are, but you might have heard some rumblings recently about how a certain company didn't have the right insurance for throwing pyro, mm-hmm. and it wasn't ours. Like somebody else, I'm talking about somebody entirely different. I noticed they had like a disgruntled employee who kind of talked shit on them after he left, and said things like their insurance wasn't right. Newsflash: nobody has insurance for that. It's not possible. It's not even possible. You can't even get that. No, no one's gonna fucking insure that shit. Bunch right. of untrained fucking assholes throwing mild firecrackers at each other? No. Well, there's just not even insurance for that. You can get pyrotechnic insurance for, like, set-piece pyro for, like, a film shoot. but like Yeah, for, like, trained employees to handle them. So, what, I mean, what most players should understand is that, like, any event you go to where you've been allowed to throw pyro, it's because the promoter in the venue, like, they're floating you, man. They're the ones letting you do it. Do you know yep. what I'm saying? Like, right. There's no no one's getting covered on that. Like we're we're hosting events because we fucking love it. That's but everybody. They're still at risk it for it. Yeah. Right. We're at risk for it. Like no one yeah. will actually cover that. That's not. You know. You you might be able to get it covered somehow. You know. It depends. Like I I I understand how insurance works, but well, a like, lot of how insurance works has to do with how civil litigation works. Yeah. And I don't know as much about that. Well, and like the the game where you you know at Van, uh, Victorville where you had the huge fire like that was. That was not great. I mean, yeah. that was that was not great at all. Like, ultimately, there were some pretty rare fire conditions that existed. You know, I probably made the wrong fire call. I mean, it happens. Yeah. Um, and it was costly. It was a very costly mistake. But luckily, like that venue, I have a good relationship with that venue. And, you know, they really like having that kind of client out there. So it wasn't a problem. Um, good. Well, that's good to hear for you. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but definitely, like, I'll say this. Like, there are a lot of perks to my job, but certainly, like, the that kind of stress is like not a perk. Yeah. That's not, so, okay. you know, yeah. You know, so I know I kind of like, you know, cut the fucking brand by trolling other promoters. And to some degree, some of them like really had it coming, but like, <laughs> it, it's a rough job, man. Like I could probably go do any other thing. And like, I don't know if I, I, 
you know, I don't know where the money would fall at, but like I could probably be where I'm at or better sucking some corporate dick instead of well, fucking hosting weird fetish is, games. So is there another is there another event host that like you want to try their game out? Is there anybody you've seen that like kind of piqued your interest or you thought looked cool? Uh you know what, man? Yeah. I if 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 I had time to like just go to a thing, there's probably two different things I would go to. Um and I'll say my go to is American Milson. By yeah. and large. Like like MSW is a game that I really like, but I wouldn't say it's a game that I necessarily would want to play in, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're two um, totally different styles. So, so AMS is your go-to. Mm-hmm. But is there anybody new that you've seen, or anybody that or anything uh, that's popped up? Or yeah, man, um, Omega Productions, which is Frank Yuck and I think a friend of his, and they do this like open-world apocalypse game, and he's got that's a lot cool. of role-playing. Cool. Yuck's a great dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and so he's he's doing a couple games a year, and it's just something really different, man. Like it's a yeah. different take, right? I, that's what I, I I, I want to go to one of your insurgency games specifically because of the role play. Like yeah. it just adds an extra layer to it. I mean, we all do. It's it's yeah. amazing how into it some some of the civilians get. I love it though. It's so fucking cool. Well, the thing that makes that format for me was the basic problem of civilians in Milsom, which is the civilians always get the basic mission from the promoter of, so A, there's only 10% of the total game population is civilians, right? Mm. So it's like, there's like 13 people in the whole fucking village you're supposed to be dealing with, right? Uh, and all of them just are chaos gremlins who want to be a pain in your ass. Yep. Uh, and it's like, that's not how people are in real life. And yeah, so- they just... But you're dealing with people who like paid or they at an event and they want to have fun, so they're being fucking retarded about it. Okay, so here's what's different about an MSW insurgency versus any event, and it's just a by the numbers thing. Like I can tell Mm -hmm. you, I have the best cheeseburger, but let me break it down like science. (laughs) Sorry, those I was pushing my glasses up. Mathematically, I can show you why I'm better than you. Continue. Uh, This upcoming insurgency in Victorville that we got going on, which is the same venue with the fire. We've got over 200 civilian customers. We have about 150 NATO customers and then some number of Russians undisclosed. Do you get what I'm driving at? So it's like the civilian force is bigger than any other force in the game. That's awesome. So So it's an actual population they have to deal with and not just 10 people. Yeah. Right. How do you manage that though? Good uh, good staffing, a 1 to 50 staffing ratio. So like you know, uh, it, it's easy in the military groups because it's like, hey, you're in this platoon and this is your dad. And he has your ammo and he has your revives. And so when you fuck off and you, like, break the spirit of the game, which isn't necessarily mm-hmm. the rules, but, like, the spirit, mm-hmm. your dad's like, look, dude, you are the worst recon I've ever had. I'm not giving you any more ammo. You're not spo- you're a- supposed to be a recon. You're not supposed to be just shooting at every fucking thing you see. Yeah. Right. Like, collectively, the four of you just wasted, like, 10% of our total ammunition for the next 18 hours and you have no information, and you all died. <laughs> so you also cost us 10% of our respawns. And like, no. Take these five BBs between the ten of you and fucking watch our rucksacks. Well, what do we do if somebody comes? Yell really loud, fucker. You know, like, you're on a timeout from having fun because you don't care about anyone else and you've been trying to have your own fun. You already paid, fucko. You signed the waiver. You're screwed. Hey, man, that's the truth, though. Like, ultimately, uh, you know, the what? okay, what is Milson West about? Uh, basically, every other business in the event genre, whether it's airsoft or anything else, is catered exactly to the customer. And, like, the MSW 
you're making the customer accountable for themselves though at that point which mm-hmm. is awesome. it's it's i mean it's not something i invented man like if you're in the military you know what it is this is the standard this is what you got to do that's Josh, it what was the other um event host that you were talking about you mentioned omega and what was the other one okay so there's this little group run by some of my cousins from rr and uh just another veteran that i know uh called southern front events and they do these like cold war and chechen war scenarios that are really fucking cool looking Um, i think they're yeah and they're kind of across the east coast i think they have an event coming up in youngstown ohio actually in like an abandoned school and they're doing the they're doing like a 1995 chechnya scenario and i think the previous game they did was like a 1983 yugoslav revolution goes hot versus soviets you know, and it's they're not super big, but it's kind of a semi milsom Westy format, from what I can tell. That's dope. Yeah, because yeah, I like reenacting, so I wouldn't. You know what I mean? Like I do a, I do nineties Grozny. The kid. the one event that died before I could go to it that I always thought looked cool was was it was it Eastwind? Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, I never got to go to Eastwind, but by the time. You know, by the time I became aware of Eastwind, like I'd been, I, I mean, I've been working in Airsoft since I got into it. I've never not gotten paid to work in Airsoft. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like, it's hard for me to be a customer. Because you've always a- been on that side of Airsoft. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. No, that totally makes yeah. sense. It's it's hard, like, yeah, doing both, going back to forth, is, <laughs> is you get really attached to one side, and then you're like, meh, the other side's meh anymore. I, I totally get it. But I... I like the tactical play that Airsoft offers, but I also like like the fantasy play of reenactment. So it's somewhere in between for me. Yeah. You know? I think there was actually, I mean, we might've actually discussed this last time you were on, but I think there was one reenactment event that you and I went to at the same time. Like this was like before. Yeah. You guys discussed like a world war two reenactment last time. Yeah. Was it in, in Oregon or in Washington? It was in Oregon. It was, uh, at the, at, what was it? Camp Raylia. Yeah. 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 We went to that one together and there were a group of guys from my airsoft team that were in that Fallschirmjäger unit. So instead of being like 10 boomers, it was like 10 boomers plus 13 teenagers from an airsoft team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So all of a sudden they're like little fucking squad was like a platoon and it's it, so the one thing that drives me nuts about reenacting is your average reenactment unit is like, hi, we're the third SS Panzer Division. Oh, yeah. How many of you guys are there? Oh, there's six. All right. Um, what are your guys ranks? Well, I'm the general. He's the fucking major. <laughs> you know, it's like there's not even a private in the whole division. It's five guys. And then you're like, wow, like combined body fat percentage, 88 is this really what the top german fighting man looked like in 1943 in russia like dang you guys are old and fat it was like when i was a kid and i was into revolutionary war reenacting this is the schnitzel brigade no seriously i could never figure out why my dad who isn't even like a hardcore bro vet but he's non-vet was like son i'm not playing this game and I was like, why, Dad? It's super cool. And we dress up in costumes and we're in the army. And my dad was like... Fuck off, Josh. Come on. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, I can fucking hear Charlie in the bush right now, you He's little like, shit. Son, son, don't make me get the belt. You have disappointed me immensely. No, it was like... Yeah, yeah. It was like a true... It was like, you know... Uh, I mean, my dad's a fucking guy in Wisconsin that listens to NPR. And it was definitely a moment where he was like... I. 
I'm gonna wait till your mom's not looking to beat you or something, because like, <laughs> you know, this is it's not what war is, son. This is some sort of weird fashion show. <laughs> but it's it's real life. That's exactly what it is. It's a weird alcoholic fashion show. Well, I've always tried to. I mean, to be honest, as far as Millicent West is concerned, like I've always tried to make a product that I felt was at least trying to be genuine to the experience. So. Because, you know, it's like if you get breaks, it's not the same. You know, the, the worst part of war happens when you're, like, fatigued. Excuse me, Josh. When is the dinner break? <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I, I, can, I, I... Can I go to a hotel and come back? That is a question people ask. <laughs> I... Ugh. Well, speaking of breaks... I think that's it. Yeah, I was like, we're hit our pretty much our time. So, Josh, oh, thanks yeah. for uh, dropping the party on us. <laughs> yeah, I would say definitely stay on for a bit because we're we can we can. Uh, no matter what Cole says, don't get off. Yeah, yet. don't leave. <laughs> don't run away. No, I mean, now hold on. Now hold on. Now wait. I want you guys to witness. I know they're just like goofy little Michelob Ultras, but he's got a tower oh, going, boys. He's trying to work I, on the beer mid. I almost have a beer mid <laughs> after inside of an hour. Outside of an hour. Let's yeah. Congratulations, you have a problem. <laughs> I, was actually, I was talking to my alcoholic brother. Uh, oh, right speaking of which, you probably should plug him because you've been plugging him on fucking everything that I see you on. Good God. Yeah, I love my brother a lot, and I'm very supportive to him. And I'll say, <laughs> I'll say this to you. So just before he started really having problems, he was drinking Michelob Ultras, and I was like, bro, why? And he's like, well, if you drink 13 of them, it adds up. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, bro, what kind of dark fucking calculus are you doing, my man? <laughs> so, I mean, I mean I'm, I'm one to talk shit over here, you know, but like I... Well, so my my fucking reasoning is that because I honestly, it, uh, much to uh, unpopular opinion, I actually don't drink that much. I just drink a lot when I do. Um, Same, but uh, no, I, I switched to Michigan Belcher because I've started training again. And I'm trying to get back into uh, fighting, so I'm trying to make sure I don't gain too much fucking weight because I lost so, like I started training. I lost like fucking eighteen pounds in like three weeks or something stupid like that. Don't get fat. I make sure I want to keep it keep it on the level with trying to like keep that shit off because trying to cut weight when you've got like beer water weight is fucking impossible yeah man listen my problem is my girlfriend's banging and younger than me so like why would i work out is that the girl with the bangs the one on all your stories and whatnot damn yes you know you know you're seeing the other side of josh when either a you see his his uh niece and nephew or or a, a, a girl on there, and you're like, well, this is serious. Ah, hell yeah. No, no, adorable kids and cute girlfriend. Good for you. Not my kids. Yeah, that is a... no, decent nephew. No, no, yeah. Yeah, decent nephew, yeah. But they're cute. Yeah, but that's that's actually how I know if I know somebody for real or if they just follow me on Instagram and ambush me at AirsoftCon because this happened to me last year a couple times. And they were like, hey, man, like it's just cool. Like You're a single dad taking care of things. And I was like, mm. <laughs> Not how it is, buddy, but good try. Yeah, yeah, well, because he yelled at me, and I was, like, super fucking hungover and about to die, and I just talked to John Luke. <laughs> no, like, no shit, the, the person I talked to the longest last year while I was really fucking hungover and ready to die was uh, was John Lou, and uh, and I talked to him for, like, ten minutes, and I was walking back, and some guy was like, yo, Josh, bro, what's up? You know, and I was like, um... What's up? Yeah, what's... What's up, Steve? Uh, Tom? Uh... 
Clarence. You, uh, bro, chief. Yeah. <laughs> and then when he was like, hey, man, it's so, it's so cool how you are with your kids. I was like, all right, Airsofter, uh, I got to go. <laughs> Toodaroo. Toodaroo, motherfucker. Uh, yeah, it's time. So before we get out of here, do you want to go ahead and plug a, is it the best, most professional guy? Is that what his Instagram is? Dude, nobody, oh my God, nobody that's watching here is going to want to follow Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I mean, listen, the, yeah, I no, know I mean, who is and I don't follow him. No, he's, a, he's I mean, he's, he's a comic genius. Uh, I love the guy to death and, uh, you know, him and his family are a fucking great inspiration to me always. Uh, we tried, but, but, <laughs> but it's it's like weird, right? Because I have this I have this business that exists mostly on the internet as a form of marketing. So like when I meet people in regular life, so like my brother recently became active in Instagram, and that's when he was like, "What the fuck? Why is my brother's score so high? This is insane." Because like my personal account is just flooded with airsofters that are following my day to day regular life, and it's weird. Like you know, it's like most people have like five hundred followers, like maybe a thousand if you're an attractive woman. You know what I mean? Like, unless you got some kind of business or something, or you paid for some likes. I've sucked a lot of dick, and I'm still only at nine fifty. So, the system is broken. Because so you're, hey, enough- wait, Cole, you're basically a hot girl who's like going to graduate from college in a couple years. <laughs> I'm fucking trying. I'm trying to hit those numbers. Those are those are. If you want to bump those numbers up, we need more shirtless pics, Cole. Well, you got if you stick with those Michelob Ultras, maybe the math will come out. In the end. <laughs> Wait, wait. Okay, so the the one. Okay, so here's my last. I'm gonna end it on one petty note. Ah, because I swore I'd be a better person. But big shout out to Devin the hippo. Okay, I like how the crux of his argument was. I've run the math forwards and backwards, and I just think Dan's really got it. But I somehow couldn't run the math forward and backwards on a lead force and come up with any damning evidence. So get the fuck out of here, my guy. Maybe do a couple more years of college. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, it's science. Oh, I'm fucking 12 and I haven't had sex yet. Just seriously. Stop pretending you like cigars, man. Like, don't waste your dad's money. You didn't have to attack at cigars, goddammit. <laughs> it's like, my favorite part is he's like, I'm done with airsoft. I only like cigars now. Your, your game, you've spent a lot of money trying to make great. is stupid. Okay, thanks, kid. Like, now we know, I'll, I'll go at the end of the show. We get the real Josh Warren. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, that dude, that right dude's on. all right, but like the crux of the argument is okay, run the math boards and backwards on all the other <laughs> shit then. You know what I mean? Run it every which way. Tell me what's going on, man. Like, solve all the problems if you run it. Like, fuck, dude. Like, if he can do that, like, why? What's he doing going to college, right? Like, he can clean up the Pacific garbage patch with that other fucking 12 year old. It's true. And on that note, there we go. Oh, this is my favorite part. The podcast is based around a terrible idea that people actually want to listen to grown men talk about the toy guns, their adventures using them. And with the lack of follow through, Airsoft has exuded. It's a fucking miracle. We made it to episode 18. We're legal now, by the way. Woo! Woohoo! Let us know. If you don't, keep that shit to yourself because we don't do constructive criticism. Call your hits and don't let the admin see you drinking, and we'll see you on episode 19. Later, guys. Two fuck nuggets. <laughs>